0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Do you suffer from anxiety? Well, you're not alone. Anxiety is the most common form of mental disorder in Australians between the ages of 16 and 85. And now psychedelics, like the active ingredient in magic mushrooms, could hold the answer for many people crippled by anxiety. A new SBS documentary followed the two-year trial of the drug in Australia and focused on the heart-wrenching true stories of people living with anxiety. Dr. Paul leek is the head of Australia's first psycho- psychedelic lab, Brain Park. They led the trial. Chris Phillips is the director of the documentary, and they join me now. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thanks, PK. Thanks.
0: Chris, let me start with you. What drew you to wanting to direct such a documentary series?
1: Oh, look, the topic of psychedelics is just immensely fascinating. I think and as a filmmaker, you're trying to get to the heart of things. You're trying to get behind that opening layer and get to something deeper. And it seems like psychedelics is something that does that. And then personal experience for me in regards to anxiety drew me towards it as well. I had experiences a long time ago that were quite similar to what people in the trial were going through. So I had some sense of the fact that treatments are difficult and the fact that, you know, there's promise in this and it could really be helpful.
0: My biggest question is how did you get people to agree? It's such a vulnerable Mm. thing to be Mm. going through any mental health issue.
1: It's a very sensitive process. And I think really it all comes down to sort of that thing of informed consent, which is something which is not just at the start of the documentary. It's not something that you just talk to people and they say yes. It's an ongoing process. Mm. that happens throughout. And luckily working with Blackfellow Films who have a lot of experience in this, there was a really strong protocol and procedure around it. We had an independent psychologist that worked sort of in parallel to what we were doing, making sure people were safe, making sure that was something that was ongoing. So it's, it's a big process, it involves a lot of trust, it involves us being really open about what we're trying to make with people as well and being really honest about that. We can't sort of fabricate that and we, we showed people a rough cut to make sure they felt that it was fair and it was accurate to their experience and I, I really think for some people, it's not for everyone to be filmed going through this kind of thing, but for some people who have lived with pain and anxiety for a long time, connecting that to something bigger and having the opportunity to have that pain have a purpose, it can actually be a really empowering experience.
0: Dr. Leek Nikeski, can you explain how the trial actually worked? How many participants took part and... And was a placebo used? Just mm. walk me through
2: it. Yeah, so this uh, is uh, uh, Australia's largest psychedelic study, just completed. Uh, 72 participants went through the whole treatment. Uh, they're uh, randomized into two different groups. So the one group gets psilocybin-assisted therapy and the other group gets a placebo alongside psychotherapy and everything else. Um, and the treatment in, uh, in, in very simple terms entails two psychedelic dosing sessions, those are all day long dosing days, alongside nine therapy sessions over the course of a couple of months. And then the folk who were randomized to the placebo group, disappointing as that may be for some of them, uh, then have the opportunity to get psilocybin assisted therapy afterwards, after the control phase of the study. And what did you find? Well, it's complex always. Uh, you know, we found when we're on the ground there through the course of the last couple of years, we found, you know, diverse, uh, intense, profound, fascinating experiences. And we learned that, you know, psychedelics are incredibly powerful tools with a whole lot of potential and that it's a non-trivial thing to support people through that kind of intense process. And, um, and that really what we're doing here is, is a form of augmented psychotherapy. It's not primarily about uh, giving somebody a drug, uh, it's a form of uh, drug-assisted psychotherapy. And, you know, we've got a, a lot of, you know, wonderful, skilled, highly trained, compassionate uh, clinicians on this trial who had to work hard to, you know, support people through the process. Um, because this is not, you know, a lot of people think that it's about kind of taking a drug trip and getting high and blissing out and, and so on. You know, you really are up against all the complexities of uh, mental ill health and um and these psychedelic experiences bring people very close to fundamental sources of distress in their lives so it's it's intense work uh it's kind of like psychotherapy on rocket fuel hmm. um and so you know at at the end of it all uh you know w- w- after witnessing many people going through very courageous intense fascinating experiences uh we found a mixed set of results, as you would expect. It's not for everybody. And also there's a fair bit for us to do in in improving the treatment approach. But on the whole, remarkable results. We had about four to five times the clinical benefit in the group that received psilocybin. As Right, I was about
0: to say, what's the comparison?
2: Yeah, a a large clinical difference for sure. uh, With over a quarter of of the folk um, remitting in, in the psilocybin group. So, you know, definitely a mandate for further research, definitely a promising signal. Mm. Um, and we've learned a lot on the ground and and there are a whole set of things that we we think uh, may improve outcomes if we can uh, instantiate them.
0: The documentary shows some gut-wrenching scenes of the trial participants talking about their battles, just managing their mental health. Some of these conversations are really, you know, really raw. How important was it to include those elements to tell that part of the story?
1: Yeah, look, it's really important. I mean, I think when you're looking into this field of research, and I was looking into it a while ago, it was so hard to get a fair representation of what was actually happening. When you're trying to research it online, there would be in, you know vested interests, there'd be old stigma, there'd be new evangelism, and to get a fair representation of what's actually happening was really difficult. So for us, it was really important to be with people in real time, and for them to share what was happening, and not just cherry-pick those stories at the end and just take an interview at the end that says, look, that was great and I've learnt a lot, but to sit with people as they're going through. Because one of the things that constantly happened is people's experiences would oscillate between something that might be very positive and something that might be immensely challenging. And I think it's really important for people to know that, that it's it's really, it's not an easy process, and often involves a lot of courage to confront those fears.
0: Mm. In the 60s, psychedelics were considered to be the next big thing in psychiatry. Do you think we're heading back to that way of thinking?
2: Um, You know, I I think there's a lot of progress and, and promise that we're seeing now, um, you know, my hope is that it doesn't repeat itself. What we don't want to do is, is oscillate, uh, you know, between the hype and, and the stigma. These two ends of, of the prejudice spectrum are problematic. Uh, we need to stay close to, to the data and, and best clinical practice and, and you know, work toward, um, you know, the best outcomes for as many patients as we can who are suitable for this treatment. Uh, we have seen now in the modern era, you know, far more Activity in psychedelic science than than in the first wave, where there was about fifteen to twenty years of of good work done then, um, and the, there's an enormous amount of activity. You know, hundreds of research uh, groups around the the world, and many companies involved, and so on. Um, we will see in you know, as in any kind of ecosystem that emerges, you'll see a diversity of outcomes and ways of doing things. And um, you know, not everybody is is delivering this treatment approach or or has a kind of agenda that necessarily aligns with what I think is you know ethical mm. or or best clinical practice or in the in the interests of patients. But uh, you know my my interest here is really in, Doing what we can as a, as a group of people and colleagues, to uh, get the most out of psychedelic-assisted therapies in the long term. You know, really, we can see the potential um, in in these treatments, and what we want to do is is get high rates of remission in the long term, and we have some sense of how to do that now, uh, and that's what we're going for. We, we we're going, f- we we're wanting to understand whether we can fulfil the promise of psychedelic therapies, and it will never be simple and magic and you know one size fits all or one and done no. or any of those things it's always going to be you know hard work and it's always going to be real uh, but there are these opportunities to get an unprecedented leg up with psychedelics and um, and i think uh, they have a place in our future of mental health care
0: thanks to both of you it's a really fascinating documentary and work Thank you. Dr. Paul leek Naikski is the head of Australia's first psychedelic lab, Brain Park, which led the trial. And Chris Phillips is the director of the documentary, Psychedelics Stepping Into the Unknown, which is the final instalment in the new season of Australia Uncovered and Psychedelics Stepping Into the Unknown premieres tomorrow night. That's on Thursday at 8.40pm on SBS and SBS On Demand.
1: Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks all
2: free on the ABC Listen app.